You're listening to Words of Encouragement, the preaching ministry from the pulpit of the First Baptist Church of Winsboro, Louisiana. Work as unto the Lord. Work as unto the Lord. Today on Words of Encouragement. I remember uh, the very first paycheck I got, the very first paycheck that I received as an official worker of an official organization of some kind. Uh, now, I mowed lawns when I was little, and that was, that, was, that was good. That was fun, as fun as it could be uh, for, a little, for a boy uh, that age. But uh, later, I got a job, of, of all things, at the library. Uh, my local library, and I was a page. In other words, I put up the books. Uh, and so I put up the books, and I made sure they were in their right spot. And I had fun doing that. I, I, it was a, that's, you'd think that's just not fun, but it was for me. And when I got my first paycheck, I was elated and totally destroyed at the same time uh, because I had figured up in my head how much I made an hour. They told me how much I'd make an hour, and I thought, okay. And I figured that up, and I kept up with my hours, and I thought, boy, it's going to be a nice big fat paycheck. And nobody remembered to tell me about taxes. Nobody thought to say, now, now Craig, it's not going to be what you think it's going to be. Nobody said anything. So when I got my check, I was all excited because I had some money because I had worked, and, and, and I was astounded how that, how that all works out. You work, and you get paid for it. And it was like, this is incredible. And I, I remember I was a little boy. I was 13 years old. And I thought, this is incredible. I do this. I come over to this library. I put these books up, and they give me money. It's like, wow, <laughs> incredible. Uh, but, of course, looked at that check and thought, well, that's not what I thought I was going to make. And so, I, like I say, I was excited and yet not excited all in the same thing, all the same day uh, when I received that check. But Labor Day, this is Labor Day weekend. I've always found it funny that on Labor Day Monday, we're not laboring. I, I just, I don't understand. We're, we're celebrating Labor Day, but, you know, you'd think you'd labor if it's Labor Day, and that's what you're celebrating, but whatever. Um, but yes, labor. What, why do we have to labor? Would it not just be great to just sit around and do nothing and still be able to make it? Wouldn't it just be wonderful if you could just do nothing and just kind of sit there and somehow just be able to make it in life? That would just be interesting. I think we would, I don't think we'd be fat and uh, sassy, fat and happy. I think we'd be fat and about gone if we could eat. You know, I mean, if just sitting around doing nothing, that's not good for your body. Uh, and God knew that. God knows that. God understands that. And that's why God has so much to say about working uh, and not eating unless you do work. And so uh, we're going to look this morning. Uh, there is an origin, a beginning, a reason to this topic of labor. Let's look at the beginning of labor. Now we're looking at Genesis, uh, Genesis chapter 3, uh, and in verses 17. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 17, and I'm about to grab the, 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 my, my visual or my aiding, what do you call them? My helpers. All right, here we go. 
All right, in chapter 3, verse 17 through 19, the Bible says, Then to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree about which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat of it, cursed is the ground because of you. In toil work you will eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall grow for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you will eat bread till you return to the ground, because from it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. So, just reading that verse, these verses, we find out who made it such a struggle, and who made it... Who's the reason for us having to work for a living? Whose fault is it? It's right there. It's Adam and Eve. So who do we blame for us having to work in order to make it? It's Adam and Eve. It's Adam and Eve. They were the ones through their sin, work was brought upon us as humans. If you think about it, there was a day when Adam and Eve did not have to worry about food. Remember, remember in the Garden of Eden, God said, look, you can eat of everything of all, that's on these trees. All of this is here for you. I have provided. God is saying, look, I am provider. I've provided all of this for you. All you have to do is pick from the tree and eat. Isn't this wonderful? And what a, what a perfect situation. The perfect situation. You don't have to work. You just, hey, you just live. And, and so the people, so here's Adam and Eve, and, and they've got all the food they ever wanted or needed in life. It's being produced on these trees, and they can have it, and there you go. And yet, there's one tree you cannot eat of, one tree in the midst of the garden. Please do not touch that tree. Please do not eat of that tree. God said, you will not do that. That is not the one you eat from. All of these others, you have everything you need. But don't eat from the tree in the midst of the garden. But they did. They did. But there was a time when they, had, they didn't have to work. There were no hours to keep. There were no hours to keep track of. No need for dreaming about a raise uh, that would never come. No need to pay any bills. Those were the days. Wow. Wow. To think about that. To think that there was such a time where, eh, you don't got to worry. There's not a lot of worrying going on there. We just live. Those were the days we never had. Adam and Eve did work, but it was not difficult and back-breaking work until they disobeyed the Lord. When they did sin and, and sin entered into mankind, work, labor became difficult and, uh, and hard as a result of their actions. When they felt they could disobey, they stepped out on their own and they stepped out beyond the close care of God. From that point on, they would have to work in order to live. From that point on, they had to work in order to live. Sin affected the entire world when it entered into the heart of man. The balance became unbalanced. And from that point on, you and I have had to work by the sweat of our brow to get something done so that we can have some money, so that we can buy some food, so that we can eat and sustain our lives. Labor has been about since the beginning of creation. Labor has been about since the beginning of creation. Well, we all must work. And this is where we flip over to 2 Thessalonians. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 10 and 11. Uh, we, find these, we find these verses. 
10 and 11. If it, let's look at 10 first. For even when we were with you, we used to give you this order. And this is Paul speaking to Christians in Thessalonica. He says, even when we were with you, we used to give you this order. If anyone is not willing to work, then he is not to eat either. Wow. Wow. If you don't work, well, then you don't eat, Paul says. He's referring back to uh, when, when he was with the Thessalonian believers, and he's addressing this issue with them. Some of them had become disobedient and disorderly, and Paul's like, you know what, wait a minute, y'all need to think about this. Your actions, you need to think about your work that you need to be doing, because if you do not work, you, sh you should not eat. Verse 11 says, for we hear that some among you are leading an undisciplined life, doing no work at all, but acting like busybodies. <laughs> I found that interesting. I'd say, hey, they're working. They're still working. They're just working getting in everybody else's business. <laughs> they're just working, wanting to know what's going on over here in their life and in their life and in their busybody. They're, they're not actually working to live, they're not doing work, they're being nosy, they're being busybodies, they're, getting, they're, they're, they're trying to get into everybody else's business. Oh, how the base nature of us sometimes gets the, base, uh, the best of us. Busy people have no time to be busybodies. That's a good word. Busy people have no time to be busy bodies. If you're working hard and you're doing what you should be doing, there's not a lot of time to run around over here, run around over here, and get in people's business and get in and talk. You know, and it's wow, it gets crazy. But busy people have no time to be busy bodies. This this directive of uh, working in order to live uh, harkens back to what happened in the Garden of Eden. In order for them to eat, they were going to have to work. That's just all there is to it. They're, gonna have, they're going to have to work. Today, today, there are many who work harder at not working than working. I will never forget when I saw that for the very first time. And I'm not going to tell you where I saw it, what job I had, because it, it's embarrassing. Uh, but Not the job, but where I was working. But I watched as there were some others who were working with me, worked harder at not working. It was like they figured out, okay... If I can, uh, I'm going to tell you a secret, but you don't use it, okay? All right? Now, this is, this, let's, let's make out like I work in an office building, okay? Now, I, I'm trying to get out of working, all right? I'm trying to get out of working, all right? Now, I've got to have something in my hand, and I'm, and I, and I'm just going to, I'm walking down the hall, but I'm not strolling down the hall. I'm kind of just making my way down. The, no, no, I'm, I'm walking down the hall. That's what, I'm, that's what I need to be doing. If I'm walking with purpose, if I'm walking like I know I'm going somewhere and I've got something to do, no one's going to bother me. Somebody's going to think, boy, he works hard. But I may not even have anything that's relevant to my job in my hands, but it looks good. And, and I can look like I'm working, and I can kind of make people think that I work, but then I never actually do anything. And so there are some people who do that. Some people who try to work. They work harder at not working than if they were just work. It would be a whole lot easier. But they work harder at not working. 
And they look real busy. And they're, and they're just, they've got purpose all over their face. And they're doing stuff, you know. Oh, i got to do, oh, i got to get over here. Oh, oh, well, don't bother Craig. He's working. Boy, hey, yeah, boy he's, he works hard. Boy, that's something. He's not doing anything. And so you got to, you, 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 there are people who do that. There are people who try to get out of working. And they work harder at that than actual doing, actually doing the work. Uh, some people depend on luck. To make it in life, I ran across this, discussing luck and labor. Listen to this. I thought this was very good. Luck is waiting for something to turn up. Labor with keen eyes and strong will will turn up something. Luck lies in bed and wishes the postman would bring him news of a legacy. Labor turns out at 6 o'clock and with busy pen or ringing hammer lays the foundation of a competence. Luck whines. Labor whistles. Luck relies on chance. Labor, oh how the base nature of us sometimes gets the base, uh, the best of us. Busy people have no time to be busy bodies. That's a good word. Busy people have no time to be busy bodies. If you're working hard and you're doing what you should be doing, there's not a lot of time to run around over here, run around over here, and get in people's business and get in and talk. You know, and it's wow, it gets crazy. But busy people have no time to be busy bodies. This this directive of uh, working in order to live uh, harkens back to what happened in the Garden of Eden. In order for them to eat, they were going to have to work. That's just all there is to it. They're, gonna have, they're going to have to work. Today, today, there are many who work harder at not working than working. I will never forget when I saw that for the very first time. And I'm not going to tell you where I saw it, what job I had, because it, it's embarrassing. Uh, but Not the job, but where I was working. But I watched as there were some others who were working with me, worked harder at not working. It was like they figured out, okay... If I can, uh, I'm going to tell you a secret, but you don't use it, okay? All right? Now, this is, this, let's, let's make out like I work in an office building, okay? Now, I, I'm trying to get out of working, all right? I'm trying to get out of working, all right? Now, I've got to have something in my hand, and I'm, and I, and I'm just going to, I'm walking down the hall, but I'm not strolling down the hall. I'm kind of just making my way down. The, no, no, I'm, I'm walking down the hall. That's what, I'm, that's what I need to be doing. If I'm walking with purpose, if I'm walking like I know I'm going somewhere and I've got something to do, no one's going to bother me. Somebody's going to think, boy, he works hard. But I may not even have anything that's relevant to my job in my hands, but it looks good. And, and I can look like I'm working, and I can kind of make people think that I work, but then I never actually do anything. And so there are some people who do that. Some people who try to work. They work harder at not working than if they were just work. It would be a whole lot easier. But they work harder at not working. And they look real busy. And they're, and they're just, they've got purpose all over their face. And they're doing stuff, you know. Oh, I've got to do, oh, i got to get over here. Oh, oh, well, don't bother Craig. He's working. Boy, hey, yeah, boy he's, he works hard. Boy, that's something. He's not doing anything. And so you got to, you, 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 there are people who do that. There are people who try to get out of working and they work harder at that than actual doing, actually doing the work. Uh, some people depend on luck to make it in life. I ran across this discussing luck and labor. Listen to this. I thought this was very good. 
Luck is waiting for something to turn up. Labor with keen eyes and strong will will turn up something. Luck lies in bed and wishes the postman would bring him news of a legacy. Labor turns out at six o'clock and with busy pen or ringing hammer lays the foundation of a competence. Luck whines. Labor whistles. Luck relies on chance. Labor depends on character. Luck slips down into poverty. Labor strives upward to independence. I like that. I like that. Obviously, obviously there are some. We cannot, we cannot just say everybody has to work. You know, we can say that. But then there are some who cannot. Truthfully, there are some who cannot swing a hammer, cannot get up. Maybe they're disabled. There's, there's stuff happening in their lives. They're unable to work. Obviously, we are to care for those who cannot work. But those who can, should. Those who can, should. And those who can, should also be given an opportunity. They should be given an opportunity. I, I, I hear about people and they say, well, I just couldn't, I can't get a job. Well, why not? Well, I, I filled out the paperwork. I did everything I, I was supposed to do. And I just got, I got looked over somehow, somehow. Some reason, something happened. Everybody ought to have somewhere an opportunity to work. If, if they want to work and they can work. Or if they can work, let me say that. Because we all are going to have to work. We're going to have to work. First uh, Timothy 5.8 says, But if anyone does not provide for his own, and especially for those of his household, he has, denied the faith, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. I feel that covers those who cannot work. If you, uh, we, we work and we are to take care of our household. We're to take care of those that we are responsible for. Uh, there's a huge, a huge responsibility on those who do work. And that responsibility is many times not taken very seriously. And there are people who suffer. This topic of work is nothing to be ignored. It carries with it a great responsibility of time and sweat. And in America, we have what we call, it starts with a T, taxes. And those taxes uh, are collected. And sometimes we like the way those are worked. You know, those, those, those are taken. We don't like that they're taken up because we don't like that. But we like it when they go to the places we think they should go. And when they go to places we don't think they should go, well, then we're unhappy. Uh, and that all comes down and gets into politics and all that garbage. But, obviously, there are some who cannot work and some who need assistance. And we do need to think about that. But those who, uh, those who can work should work. And that's all of us should be working. Labor is for everyone. Labor is for everyone. Well, the last thing, everything we do, we do as unto the Lord. In Colossians chapter 3, verses 23 and 24, uh, Colossians 3, it's uh, 23 and 24, it says, Whatever you do, do your work heartily as for the Lord rather than for men knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. It is the Lord Christ whom you serve. And this is something we must all keep in mind as we work. 
We're to do all that we do for the Lord. Your job, your work, all you do is to be done for Him. It is the Lord Christ that we serve. In all that you do, you're not doing it for your boss. You're not doing it for your company. Now, I know that there are some really good companies out there, and there's some people who just love to work for those companies. Uh, one of those was CenturyLink, CenturyTel, when uh, Mr. Mr. Williams, I think it was Clark Williams, was uh, still alive and in charge of, of his company. Uh, there were people that loved working there. They loved to go to work there. He, he was, the way he ran his company, from what, the, from the, from what I've read in the book about him, uh, people just loved going to work. They loved working for him. There was a great atmosphere in the place. And, and you did want to do your best. But, but, what if you don't work there? What if you work in a place that just, there's no incentives. Nobody's telling you, good job. Nobody, is, you know, no, you're just... You feel just like you just, nobody cares. Here you are working real hard and nobody seems to care. And you're working, working, working and nobody ever says anything. Hey, good job. Way to go. Oh, thank you. I appreciate what you do. Nobody ever says anything. This is part, look, this is part of what we're doing when we do these little uh, assignments in the bulletin. This is part of what we're doing in encouraging people in our community. It's one of the reasons why I want us to do that is to write a little note and encourage people in certain positions in our community. Uh, our 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 uh-oh, mail carriers, uh, our fire uh, fighters, our what do you call a policeman? Police officers. Okay, police officers. I'm trying to be nice and include everybody there. Um, but all of, you know, all of these people that we see in our community, even I mean, our garbage men that come and pick this up. Would you, I mean, all 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 our junk and mess every week. All of these people need to hear from somebody that says, hey, I appreciate what you do. Thank you. And so that's kind of, that's part of why we're doing this is so that, because there are some places, some people who work for places that don't care. As long as you get that work done and get it done faster and faster, we'll be happy with you. Now, we're not going to tell you that, but we're going to tell you, you better pick it up and get it going. And, and, and some people are working for people that are just not good. I mean, they're just, they're not, they don't treat their employees well. And so, uh, as part of, of the children, being the children of God, the family of God, I think, that, I think one of our responsibilities is to encourage those who are out in the community and those who are working hard. I think we, we can go, we can help in that way, even if it's just a little note. And I've told you, I've told you, I've heard from people we've written, or some of our people have written to some people, and I've had them come to me. I got a note from one of your members, Brother Craig. It was so sweet. And they're so encouraged. And I'm like, yes, that's why we do what we do in this, in this way. I think it's important that people hear uh, and that they do matter and their work matters. But we're to do it for the Lord. And that's the deal. When you, you may be working in a job that's really hard. And you're thinking, nobody's ever encouraging me. Nobody's ever saying anything. What are you, why are you working? You're working as unto the Lord. In other words, what you're doing is for God. It's for Him. Oh, but, but uh, I, I sure would be nice if a boss would say, yeah, it would. I agree. But the big boss is pleased. God is pleased. When you get up and you go to work and you're doing your job and you're doing it to the best of your ability, you're pleasing Him. And that's who matters most. The Lord God. He matters most. And so as we work, we work as unto Him. 
Ultimately, what you do is done unto the Lord. That puts an entirely different perspective on things. Does it not? If, if you're getting up early to go to work and you're doing it for God, then the entire view of the world and you in it changes. I'm doing this for God. I'm doing this for God. I'm going out there. I'm going and I'm collecting all these people's garbage and trash. But I'm doing it for God. Because I'm helping clean up the world. I mean, literally. <laughs> I'm going to work. I'm going to, I'm going to sell uh, uh, cars today. I'm doing this as unto the Lord. I'm doing this because someone needs a vehicle. I'm going to make sure that they get this vehicle. I'm going to figure out a way to help them. This is what we do. We do, it, we do what we do unto the Lord. You are not... You are not simply just a little gopher for your boss on earth. You may think you are, but you work for the Lord. Because all you do reflects on Him. All you say reflects on Him. You're doing what you do for God. At, at Louisiana Christian University, formerly Louisiana College, they talk about the integration of faith and learning. How do you integrate your faith? How do you integrate that into the learning into the classroom. How, do, how does that fit together? And that's what they do. That's what they focus on. In the church, we talk about the integration of faith and life. All we do is integrated with Christ and His will for our lives. How do we integrate Jesus into our daily lives? That is what we allow God to do when He works through us. And that's what we must choose every day as we live day to day. How is God going to use me today? What is He going to do through me today? I'm open. I'm giving my life to Him. What is God going to do today? What are we going to do together, God, today? What are we going to do this week, God? I'm excited to see. I want to know. I want to see what's going to happen. I'm going to encounter some people this week. I'm going to see some people, talk to some people. I want to see how, what, what are we going to do together when we do that, God? How are, we going to enter, you know, how are we going to enter into our world and bring you with us and talk about you with others? How's that going to happen this week, God? What are you going to do? How are we going to do that? And we go out into the world and we allow God to work in our lives. And we allow that integration of faith and life to occur. All we do all the time, whether we're working, playing, or resting, is with and for Christ. As a child of God, each one of us serves Him who is on, a, on the highest plane of existence and importance. Notice the first part of verse 24 in Colossians. It says, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. Our reward from our work comes from God. We're to know and we're to keep knowing this fact. Knowing that and that continually knowing from the Lord that you will receive the reward of the inheritance. This is something we keep in mind every day. Especially if we find ourselves in a job that is underappreciated. Especially if we're in a place where nobody ever says, good job, good job. Boy, you know what? That is, I love throwing those people off on the telephone. If I, when they call and, we're, and it's an it's actual legitimate call, okay? I know we're all getting calls. Uh, and some of them, you know, my car, and, my car warranty and all that mess. When it's a legitimate call about something that's happening and I have to talk to them... It is such a joy to be able to say, I hope you have a good day today. 
well, Brother Craig, they're supposed to say that to you. Well, yeah, but I say it to them because I like to throw them off. I like to shock them. And they're like, oh, uh, well, uh, well, well, thank you. You too. And, it just, it, and I know that when they hang up, well, golly, what was that? <laughs> either, either they hung up and said, what a nut. Or they hung up and said, wow, that guy just wished me a good day. I, that, I, well, that is just really odd. <laughs> Look, you and I, we make a difference when we do this. Uh, we're, but we're working for the Lord. We're working for Him. Remember, you're working, you're doing what you do, not to please a man, but to please God. If you will do it to please God, you will please man, whether they tell you or not, whether the boss tells you or not, you will please him if you please the Lord. And that's a general statement that I would say most of the time applies, unless you have an atheist boss uh, and who just is never happy about anything. Remember, you're always pleasing the Lord, though, when you do what you're called to do. Since this is true, you do want to do your best, no matter what men may say. Use your, your time wisely. Don't be known as one of those who works hard not to work. <laughs> Don't be one of those. Let me tell you, if you are one of those, everybody knows. <laughs> they know you're not working. You know, you think, oh, I've got them all fooled. No, no, you don't. No, no, you don't. They know. They see. <laughs> they see it. They're wondering, why in the world are you still drawing a paycheck? How is that happening? <laughs> oh, you know, oh, 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 Billy over here, he never does anything. But how's he getting a paycheck? <laughs> we see him not working, and he works hard at it. <laughs> not working. But he's still on the payroll. How is that happening? People know. Difficult labor, love it or hate it. It's here to stay as long as we're on this earth. Look forward to those days in heaven where work will not be drudgery and constantly difficult, but it will be satisfying and enriching. Labor has been about since the beginning of creation. Labor is for everyone. And when we do labor, we're laboring as unto the Lord. We're laboring as unto the Lord. We have a God who we should, should desire to please. We have a God who loves us, a God who has provided for us, a God who has made it possible for us to be able to live, to breathe, to eat on this earth through hard work, yes. But He provides for us. He provides for us. And we do our work as unto Him. We do our work as unto the Lord. It's a different perspective, it's a different way of thinking. But it's God's way of doing it. And I pray that you are doing that. Let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for this weekend where we recognize those who labor. We celebrate them. Father, we thank you for those who get up every morning and go into work. Those who are on the factory uh, lines in Detroit. Those who are in the fields as farmers, those who are making their way to, the, to their doctor's office so that they can meet the needs of those who are sick. Father, those who are making their way to the doctor's office as nurses so that they can uh, meet the needs of those who are sick. Father, we thank you for all who work hard. Lord, help us also as we work 
and go from day to day, that we do it unto you. Lord, there may be somebody here that's thinking, wow, that's that just, wow, I don't, I don't get all that. Maybe there's someone here who is thinking, I work unto the Lord. What has God done for me? Let me tell you what He's done for you. He sent His Son, Jesus, into this world a long time ago. We celebrate His birth every Christmas. We're thankful that God sent Him. Why? Because He lived a perfect life on this earth. And as He did, He became then the perfect sacrifice for us. Why did He need to sacrifice? Why did He need to die on that cross? He needed to die on that cross because we were not good enough to die for